Right now, though, we have in our studio Rice County Commissioner Galen Malika. Good morning, Galen. Thank you so much for coming in today. You bet. Good morning, Jeff. Thanks for having me. It's been a little while since we've caught up with you, so let's uh, talk about... Uh, we've got a number of things, actually, we want to talk to you about. Why don't we start off with the budget and the budgeting process? It's kind of done with that now. You still have to get final approval, but uh, tell us where you're at and as far as the taxpayers of Rice County, what they're looking at uh, in the Rice County portion of their property taxes. Sure. So, you know, uh, way back last uh, uh, April and May, the... Uh, administrator and the department heads start working on the budget and um, uh, they turn in to the administrator what they um, their wishes so to speak uh, their needs and wishes um, and then she whittles it down uh, tells them to go back to the drawing board and, and to come up with something different um, and then she uh, the administrator brings it to the county board we go through it a few times before we uh, set the preliminary budget and uh, this uh, preliminary budget was set at 6.99 and so with that um, uh, we can go down but we can't go up from there so I, I know we're going to be having another upcoming uh, work session um, to see if there's something we need to uh, take out of the budget and and bring it down the uh, county is also responsible for administrating a, a lot of state, uh, state-run state operations, uh, you know, with everything from, you know, health care type stuff and right. social services. Correct. Are there any big changes in that? When you're looking at the budget, is that something totally different, that, that funding you get from the state, or, or do the two mesh together? Well, yeah, they mesh together because uh, if you notice, the some years there's uh, swings in our budget, our overall budget. You know, one year it could be ninety-four million, and the next year it could be ninety, and um, that's based upon the funding from the state and federal government, from transportation to um, social services, public health, um, environmental services. When you get those state monies uh, that come in. Your budget obviously is going to go up, but the money's there, so it's not put on the um, on the levy for the taxpayers. But it does increase your budget. Does that the money that you get from state and federal sources? Do you generally know what that is before you start the budgeting process, or at least before you approve a preliminary tax levy? Uh, they don't surprise you with something on down the line, do they? They do not. There's never any surprises. Yeah, good. Only if they're taking money away. <laughs> good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, once again, Galen Malika, County Commissioner, is our uh, guest today. Let's talk about some transportation issues. We've been, uh, each time we've had you on, we've talked a little bit more about the progress uh, that uh, you're making uh, at some of, uh, actually a couple of the intersections uh, for Interstate 35 within Rice County. Correct. Uh, for Northfielders, the big thing is the six-legged roundabout as you get off our exit, exit number 69. Right. Uh, I understand that, there, uh, that there's been an approval of one of the bids? Correct, yes. So that um, bid has been approved. It's uh, BCM Construction, and that is out of Faribault. Uh, they will be the um, general contractor of the project. Hmm. So it's really nice to have somebody local um, within the county that will be doing the project. 
um, you know, it um, those dollars stay in the county and, and get respent. All right. Did you have some pretty competitive bids? I would imagine if it's a Faribault company and they do operate in this t- on this type of scale, uh, being close to home has its benefits. Absolutely. It does. benefits. Right. Yes. I think there was about um, eight submittals of bids and uh, they were the lowest responsible bidder. I don't know too much about ECM. I imagine there has been some information provided to uh, county commissioners. Maybe uh, even they've done some work for us in the past. Do they have a a pretty good reputation? They do. BCM. BCM. BCM, yep. And um, they have done other projects for us, and they've done plenty of projects uh, throughout the area. Okay, so there's no worry about them having bitten off more than they can chew. Right, correct. Good, good to hear. I think they did the Highway 60 Mm -hmm. um, through Faribault. Uh, a few years back. So just one example of where else they've done some work. You also have another exit on the interstate that is planned on, is it County Road 9, 8 or 9? County Road 9. County Road 9. Uh, Where is that project at now? Sure. So we uh, were able to get some money from the legislature to do, uh, or through the Department of Transportation, the legislature, uh, to do the preliminary study on that project. So that'll be coming up. Um, I believe that we have an engineering firm that is uh, going to be putting that together or has been working on it. So um, we'll see that sometime this year, I believe. And then, um, you know, the next steps is the cost Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, uh, what it's going to take because you're dealing with federal and state government on that um, uh, interstate area. Let's move that back to uh, the uh, six-legged roundabout that's going on now. I would imagine that's uh, federal. It's an intersection of a federal interstate along with uh, some state roads and such. Uh, Is the state, how much is the state picking up? How much is the federal government uh, picking up in this tab? And and I guess most importantly, how much is Rice County? Yeah, we're we're picking up, I think it's a couple million dollars, and then the other half i think is going to be state and federal funds Mm -hmm. do we have uh have they targeted a start date on that yet will we be seeing that soon uh for construction yeah april of 2024 is the projected start date and that Mm -hmm. is all dependent upon weather all right folks you have that to look forward to right and i understand they're going to try to keep that open at least as much as possible as much as possible and you have the two frontage roads um, Mm -hmm. along the interstate, <clears throat> Hazelwood Avenue, that goes to the north, and then you have Bagley Avenue that goes to the south, <clears throat> which um, Hazelwood Avenue will be under construction in a year or two as well. Mm-hmm. They're going to redo that all the way up to the Scott County line. Okay. But that'll be after the roundabout is done. Okay. Well, it won't be doing them at the same time. No. I remember a few years ago, it's been yeah, not too many years ago, but uh, County uh, Road uh, 1, uh, Highway 19 and also 86. They were all under construction at the same time. Right. So we couldn't even get anywhere right, to exactly. West. Yeah, well, that was kind of the same way with um, this year when you were going south. You had all the uh, road construction uh, in Faribault and Oatana on I-35. And then Steele County was doing the um, uh, what, what I call the back road to uh, Oatana, County Road 45, they mm-hmm. were doing construction on the Steele County side, and I thought, who scheduled that? Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't we work together right, on this? Right, right. Yeah. 
Uh, once again, Galen Mollick is with us. We're talking about some of the things going on within Rice County. He's a Rice County Commissioner. Let's talk about something. That, uh, is this recent? Has this just been added? You have something like, like an open forum or open meeting or <coughs> open microphone sure. uh, during your meeting? Or? Yeah, every second Tuesday of the month, um, we um, um, citizens can come to the meeting. Uh, we, they can, uh, we start at 8 o'clock and go to 8.30 before the meeting. Uh, can come and talk to us anything pertaining to Rice County government. Even if it's not on, on, a, on the agenda, if they want to come and talk about um, the landfill or they want to come and talk about transportation or they want to talk about social service, public health, sheriff's department, et cetera, et cetera they can come and talk about anything. Um, as long as it pertains to Rice County government. Now, will you, uh, <clears throat> is this going to be like a, uh, a forum that you would see at a, a meeting where somebody comes up to the uh, podium and, and talks? Or will it be like a mix and mingle type thing? I'm a little bit hazy on that. Yeah, so it's open microphone, mm-hmm. basically. So the commissioners are seated in their uh, seats and um, uh, anybody from the public can come up. They fill out a card ahead of time um, with their name and their subject and they turn that into staff and staff takes that up to the chair and um the chair of the board then proceeds to invite them up to speak so you meet uh, <clears throat> once again that's uh, 8 to eight thirty a.m correct uh, and you meet uh is it second and fourth uh, tuesdays correct uh, well we meet the first and third are first our and work third. sessions and second and fourth are our business meetings okay and so it's the second meeting of the month so the sec the the first tuesday excuse me the second tuesday of the month um from 8 to eight thirty. okay um, open forum yep Okay, keep that in mind, folks. Uh, once again, uh, uh, you'll have a voice and, and a say in such matters. Uh, People so, can still come mm-hmm. to a regular meeting and speak on an agenda item. They just, again, you have to fill out a, uh, uh, a card with your name and the subject in which you want to speak on uh, that's on the agenda and uh, turn that in. And they, again, take it up to the um, uh chair of the board and then they will get invited up to speak on whatever agenda item that's all the other meetings the the open forum is the the second mm-hmm. tuesday all right uh let's move on i want to ask you about one more thing and that is uh mental health uh we have talked about that many times with many public officials whether they be elected or uh or not or just you know serving their uh their their county or or town or whatever and that's about mental health and it's kind of a crisis uh i know that rice county the counties because you uh, administrate uh, some of the uh, programs for the state you have a pretty good pretty big hand on in on that correct and uh you've received some grants recently tell us about that sure so a few years ago actually we'll start with uh uh putting um dedicated um uh, social workers at uh, the Norfolk Police Department, the Fairville Police Department, and um, the Sheriff's Department. And they work with those respected uh, uh, law enforcement agencies. Um, of course, there are what we call um, um, people that they come in contact with uh, sometimes multiple times. And um, a lot of people they come in contact with does have uh, some mental health issues. And so by being able to work with those individuals, um, we can kind of help uh, steer them in the right direction of getting help um, before they, you know, have any more contact. 
um, or even worse, end up having to go to jail. Um, jails and hospital emergency rooms are no place to put somebody with mental health issues. <clears throat> we also have anybody that goes into the jail uh, gets a mental health screening and chemical dependency screening. And um, with that, that helps, again, help, you know, help people get steered in the right direction of being able to work on mental health issues or chemical health issues. How much were those grants for? Were those to help pay for those social workers that you had mentioned? So we've received um, um, a lot of grants. I think the last one we just received is actually going to be um, in the Community Corrections Department and going towards drug treatment court, and I want to say that was about a million dollars. But there, there's the state and federal yeah. funding coming um, and has been. This is about the fourth grant we've received on mental health. Mm -hmm. And um, it's great because um, there's so much underfunding of uh, counties which carry out the state programs. Um, it's so underfunded um, in the mental health area. So to be able to get these uh, dollar amounts in is great. That really helps dramatically. Wow, those are uh, some significant amounts. Right, yeah. yes. And uh, we've re received some other larger grants in the mm -hmm. uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and, and that's great. So one thing that the um, counties, when I was at uh, one of our AMC conferences, Association of Minnesota Counties, um, there's a lot of lobbying and pushing from the county level to the state level that they have to get back to uh, opening treatment centers for mental health. And um, so that's going to be a big push this year uh, on our legislatures to fund and have them state-run um, or if they contract out to privately run. Um, but we have to get back to having uh, mental health uh, facilities. Um, you know, sometimes the sheriffs or the police departments end up taking people to Iowa, to Duluth, to North Dakota, to Missouri, to Indiana, or the, or the ambulance drivers have to, uh, because there are no beds available in Minnesota. So we're going to do a big push this, uh, this coming legislative year on, on adequate funding and building um, um, facilities. Yeah, southern Minnesota, as you, you had mentioned, our region doesn't really have a lot. And Rochester there... and Owatonna, mm -hmm. you know, that's about it. Yeah. All right. Wish you the uh, best uh, in the future. Thank you so much for joining us, Galen. Much appreciated. We'll catch up with you again pretty soon. Absolutely. I'll be back. Thank mm -hmm. you. Galen Mollick, County Commissioner. You're listening to 95.1 and AM 1080. KYMN Northfield.